Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Clark Kellogg on loan from CBS will join us. We'll analyze the Sweet 16. Also, we're going to have a Sweet 16 survivor pool. Now, there's five of us here. There's 16 teams. Doing the math, we each get three teams, and then whoever has the last pick gets another team. All right? Survivor pool. Are you guys ready for this right now? Let's do it. Right now? Right now. Uh, Todd, I'll let you go first. Do you have? Uh, do we want to do that? We didn't. We, we didn't take numbers or anything, or take something out of the hat. Good music. Yeah. All right. Do, are we okay with Fritzy going first here? I'm okay with that. Okay. And this is the team we think is going to go all the way. Just so I understand. It's a survivor pool. Okay. I think it's the team that's going to win this round for sure. Todd. Yes. 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 So, Todd, go ahead. All right. I'm going to go with the Zags. All right. Wow. That's a shocker. Got to M- see, Mr. Conservative. Okay, McLovin. I'm going to go, I hate to do this, because I think they're playing my Villanova. I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears are playing Villanova. Uh, Seton O'Connor. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take UCLA to upset Alabama. UCLA, Alabama. Okay. Holly Esther? Arkansas, please. Arkansas against Oral Roberts. Um, I'm going to go Loyola of Chicago, and I'm going to go... Hmm, man, I hate to go against that Syracuse zone defense. It's really hard to prepare for that <laughs> Syracuse zone defense. Um, I'm going to take... Alabama against UCLA. Mm, okay. Head to head. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, back to you, Paulie. Oregon Ducks, please, against uh, USC. All right. 
Uh, Seton O'Connor. Hugh Town. <laughs> <laughs> You'd figure Fritzy naming it Hugh Town instead of H Town that uh, that would be his pick, but it's not. All right, uh, McLevin. I don't want to be the guy. Did anyone pick Michigan yet? I'll go Michigan. All right, Michigan's off the board. Uh, see, uh, Fritzy. I'm going to take the Syracuse Orange. Okay. You know, my son goes there. Ugh. You've worn a Studying shirt or hat every game. Yeah, great. <laughs> now you get another pick. Okay, I'm going to also go with the USC Trojans. All right. McLovin. I'll take Florida State. All right. Florida State is off the board. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Um, sorry, Baylor's taken, right? <laughs> Baylor's taken. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were taken, correct? Yes, they were. Um, all right. I think I'm going to go with, uh, man... I'm going to take Oregon State. All right, Oregon State. Another head-to-head matchup with me and you, by the way. Paulie? Oh, boy. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. That means I get Creighton and Villanova. Dang. Wait, what? That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I had the last pick in the draft. Shut up. Villanova fell? Yes. Aren't did you, you plan this out? Did you know no, it was going to fall this way? No. Hold on a second. Paul, did you take Oral Roberts and Arkansas? Yes, I'm going to win this matchup. <laughs> There's no doubt I'm winning this matchup. Somehow I thought about doing the same thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know what we just accomplished That's there. That's great. I don't yeah. win a lot of things. I want to yeah. ensure a victory. Uh, by the way, this uh, weekend's UFC 260 is a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, knockout means so much more with DraftKings. lineup on the line there. Uh, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. And uh, this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Make sure you download the DraftKings app now. Promo code Patrick, get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Throughout the week, promo code Patrick, get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Yes, Paul. Stipe Miocic, 6'4", The guy he's fighting, Francis Ngannou, 6'4", 261, a 30-pound difference. And in the prelims, I, was ch- I like the prelims. I enjoy the prelims. There's a fighter for Seton because he's very Irish. Sean O'Malley, 12-1. and one. He's got like this big, huge head of hair. It's colored. He's got a, tats all over the place. Big, huge chest piece. All right. I don't know if he could fight at all, but Sean O'Malley versus uh, Thomas Almeida. Hmm. Sean O'Malley. All right. Uh, final hour here. We've spent a lot of time talking about the trade deadline. By the way, the updated odds after the trade deadline basically didn't impact anything. It's the Nets, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Jazz, 76ers. Then it's the Nuggets. Phoenix moved up, or uh, the Denver Nuggets moved up. Phoenix is there, then the Celtics, then the Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks. Oh. Those are the odds which didn't change too much. Portland went up a little bit, I think. Denver went up a little bit as well pro day it's zach wilson pro day today at byu uh, the jets sent three members their general manager their head coach and their offensive coordinator the limit for each team is three guys by the way at a pro day yes mclovin that seems pretty much like they're all in of course you can't it can't be that obvious that if you send your head coach to a pro day, you're going to take the guy. Okay, but the Seahawks sent their GM to Trey Lance's pro day. Did Pete Carroll go? Did the new offensive coordinator go? That's a fairly easy commute, though, from Seattle. Well, but did the GM go and nobody else? 
That's what I want. I'd but like. also, how do you know North Dakota State doesn't have five other prospects that they could be checking out? Well, they they could be, but I'm just saying, did everybody go like the Jets went? We'll check. Right. Who are you going to check with? I'm sure they publish this. People track this stuff, trying to figure out who's taking who. But you know what happens is Fritzy does this all the time, and so does Paulie. Uh, we'll check. We'll check on that. It's like efforting. It's another yeah. thing, efforting. Yeah. We, we hope you forget sometime around hour three. Yeah. Yeah, we'll check on that. If you're the Jets, do you uh, get together with all the other teams that are in town for the Zach Wilson Pro Day and say, make your best offer before we leave leave the state? Just to see what's out there. You, face-to-face, mm. no, no emails, no phone calls. Mm. There's other teams there to see Zach Wilson. Mm. Yeah. They've probably been fielding offers already. I would wait until Zach Wilson's pro day is over and then just go back home and then wait for the phone to ring. If he is that good, then you just go back home and just say, we'll just wait for the phone ring, see, you know, who we have. I mean, it's rare when you have a bad pro day. It really is. Now, a couple of guys have had it. Teddy Bridgewater didn't have a good pro day. But for the most part, well, sometimes when you're in person, you know, the ball comes off his hand faster. Uh, he looks bigger. He looks faster. That's what happens when you're in person. Because you can judge a lot when you're looking at the tape. When you're in person, you know, guys will talk about the ball leaving somebody's hand. Like it has zip. Remember Kyler Murray? When we stood next to him in Atlanta at the Super Bowl, that ball came off his hand. It zipped. But, you know, he's a baseball player. That's why when I saw somebody in their draft analysis said, you know, the questions about his arm, and I go... No questions on my part. He's got zip, that's for sure. The Lakers-76ers game last night was supposed to be a showdown of MVP candidates with Joel Embiid and LeBron James, but both players are out. Instead, we got Tobias Harris versus Kyle Kuzma. By the way, McLovin, are you uh, okay with Tobias Harris this year when you didn't want him last year? He's averaging 25 a game. I'm telling you, it's... This is the same 76ers team as last year. Unbeatable at home. They've gotten lucky because they've uh, faced a bunch of injured teams. They're not going anywhere with this. Tobias Harris, show me in the playoffs, Dan, like you said. Okay. All right. Uh, And as far as trying to handicap the second half of the season here, I just, it comes down to health. You know, Joel Embiid when he comes back, LeBron when he comes back, Anthony Davis when he comes back, Kevin Durant. Now, two seasons ago, the Raptors won it all, but... If Kevin Durant stays healthy, doesn't tear his Achilles, do we have a different result? And you can go down through history, say the same thing, where you've had injuries here. And I have no idea how unpredictable this is going to be, but that's what sports is. I don't know what the Lakers are going to be in May, who they're going to be in May. Anthony Davis, I guess, is close to coming back. LeBron could be out three weeks, could be out five weeks. It's a 72-game season, and nobody's really jumped out to a commanding lead. I mean, unless you say Utah has been impressive, but Phoenix is right on their tail. Jazz and Sixers sit at number one in the East and the West, but, you know, it's really going to be about injuries. Uh, just sheer attrition, trying to stay healthy for the, uh, the stretch run here. Um, I saw where there's a movie that's based off of Jeff Perlman's book, Showtime. And uh, Jeff was on the show when that book came out, and a fascinating read. There was a lot of great detail in there. And now HBO is going to do a series on the Showtime Lakers. And I'm always curious about who's going to play Pat Riley, who's going to play Matt, who's going to play Kareem, who plays somebody, what actor plays somebody 7 2? 
Can Michael Oluwa Candy play Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? But you have Red Arbach is in this. Who's playing Red Arbach? And this, um, Will Farrell's writing partner, Adam McKay. I think he's uh, heading this up. Yeah, Paul. There's actually, this is a pretty star-studded cast. Guess who is playing okay. Pat Riley, 80s Pat Riley. Very well-known actor. I think he's won a Best Actor Award. Well, it's not Michael Douglas. <laughs> I wish. It would have been uh, back in the, uh, in the 80s because Michael Douglas took on that role in Wall Street that he patterned his look after Pat Riley. This actor had a good run. He's not a household name, but pretty well known. Adrian Brody is playing Pat Riley. Whoa. Thin, good-looking guy. Wow. Slick the hair back. Okay. Guess who's playing Red Auerbach? Huh. Give me, give me a hint. Um, beefy, strong guy. Uh, Kevin James. You're really close. Uh, kind oh, of more, really? plays more like a tough guy role in movies and tough, TV. Tough guy. TV. More TV. Is that the hint? Yes. TV, tough guy, beefy. Star in the Shield. Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis, Red Auerbach. Hey, it kind of gave me. I know. Okay. Tell me to keep it. Thank you. Um, Jeannie Buss. Is this correct? Huh. She's a older actress, but she had a great run in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Linda Evans. She was hot, by the way. Great call. Sally Field playing Jeannie Buss. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's a, a comedian playing the role, an actor comedian playing the role of Larry Bird. His name is Bo Burnham. And he's kind of not a household name, but he's a tall guy. He's like 6'5", from Massachusetts. What movie was... Was he in... Um, oh, gosh. He was in Kamal Nanjani's yes. movie. That's why you like him. The Big Sick. The Big Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's playing Larry Bird. Jason Siegel, you know the actor? Yes. He is playing Paul Westhead. Okay. Siegel's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, rangy. Yeah, yeah, a former slam dunk champ. Jerry Buss, owner of the Lakers, played by a very well-known actor. Well, that didn't give it away. John C. Riley. Oh, John C. Riley. Love John C. Riley. Jerry yeah. Stiller would have been good for... Uh... The late Jerry Stiller would have been perfect for Jerry Buss. They look a little bit alike. Do you think so? I'm just looking. I just Googled Jerry Buss. Yes, they definitely had a look. John C. Riley, not that he's gonna have to put on some makeup. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being played by Zach Galifianakis. No, um, <laughs> an actor named Solomon Hughes, which I don't know much about, but he's got a big how, role in this movie. How tall is Solomon Hughes? Hopefully, he could play seven two. He plays a lot bigger. Is that what you say? He looks like a tall guy. Okay. That'd be a cool movie. This is some big time stuff. But what is it that you want to know about? Because it's it's like uh, Moneyball. It wasn't baseball. It, it was about baseball. But, you know, Brad Pitt, it was about his life, about being Billy Bean. What is it about this that you're going to be, there's going to be the drama, not just basketball, infighting, uh, the rivalry there between the two. Like, how much basketball are you going to show? And can you show stock footage of basketball between these two? But I, that, like, I'd love to have Adam McKay on to tell me, like, what, what is it that you see in this? And it's going to be a series. Each episode, what are, you, what are you hoping to get out of those episodes? Because it's not just basketball. It's rarely, sports movies aren't about sports. It's about relationships. 
Yeah, Pullman. An actor named Jason Clark is playing Jerry West, Laker Hall of Famer. Jason Clark was in Zero Dark Thirty. You would know him if you saw him. Mm. Yeah, McLovin. I think these shows are hard to do. Like, Ballers, by all accounts, should have been awesome. You know, The Rock plays behind the scenes, but people don't find these shows interesting. Playmakers was interesting, but even that wasn't... I don't know. Isn't this kind of a challenging series? Yeah, but this is a real story. Yeah, except there's never been a great... You know, there aren't many movies or TV shows about teams that end up being that great. Can't think of any time this has really worked. The Jordan documentary was amazing, but that was a documentary. Yeah. That's a pretty good roster of actors that they have for this. But I, I, you know, I don't know what it's one of those where you're going when we start to watch it, then we'll go, oh, well, I I didn't think that they would do that. Or that makes total sense. Solomon Hughes playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played at Cal 611, played with the Harlem Globetrotters and uh, played a little bit in the uh, USBL, played in uh, Mexico's Pro League. So they got a guy who's 6'11". Yeah, I I don't know. The book was great. Yeah, McLevin. No, it was a good one that I wish I'd watched closer. was 61 about the mantle Maris back and forth. Yeah. And you know why I wish I'd watched it closer? Because the final Jeopardy that I lost to Paul on was from the end of 61. That was the hint and you, you blew it. Yes. What was it? Who was honored posthumously? Posthumously in the um, the thing in uh, the outfield. A belated honor and one of uh, baseball's greatest achievements was the hint. Yeah. It was Monument Park for the Yankees. It was that darn Roger Maris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> has Has Jeopardy named the host yet? Are they still? Aaron Rodgers hasn't hosted yet, right? What is no? <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I think that everyone's got a chance, though. I think they're almost done with their their fill-ins. I don't know if everybody's got a chance. Just about. I don't. I don't. Uh. <laughs> Not everybody. Yeah. People are really into it. Uh, there's a lot of articles evaluating everyone, wondering what's going to happen. People keep saying, you know, Lavar Burton. Like that. That's. There's so many people who are calling for Lavar Burton. When to- you said Lavar, I thought you were going to say Ball next. And I thought you were going to say LeVar Ball for Jeopardy, which would probably be entertaining. Well, he thinks he could probably do it. Yes, Todd. Dr. Oz has been doing it most yeah. recently. I don't know about that. Yeah. With scrubs? On? Does he wear scrubs? Yeah. What is cholesterol? Yeah. Yeah. Those doctors, by the way, they wear scrubs any chance Oh, they can. I would too. Outside the building, driving places. It's like the person who went to Yale or Harvard. Like you always got your sweatshirt on. Yep. Right? I still think that that, that, that should be what the rule is. You can go to Harvard, but you can't tell anybody you went to Harvard because then you would have less people who would apply for that. Uh, If you get a chance, I was watching the uh, Operation Varsity Blues on Netflix. Matthew Modine plays Rick Singer, and this is the guy who was getting all of these kids in from famous people and, you know, financial people. It's really well done Uh, and really gives you the the inner workings of how they were getting all of these kids into these universities. Yeah, Paul. How did it work when, like, uh, let's say an 18-year-old who wasn't on the rowing team got in for being on the rowing team, and then he just went to school, and did they pretend they were on the rowing team? Or did they just not go to rowing practice? And they're... They, they didn't go. They were walk-ons. Right. They were helped in because they're being a walk-on. They were admitted as a walk-on. Okay. They weren't given a scholarship. Remember our idea was for the, the kids who got in, 
they have to participate in that sport going forward. Like, I, I would have to be on the rowing team with my physical condition. Like, the rowing team would have to put me on the squad. Yeah, and you come away that, you know, there were people who they didn't really care about, you know, their their moral integrity. It wasn't like, you know, hey, I'm doing something wrong. It was, I don't want my kid to find out. And in some of these situations, I don't know if the kids knew about it from the beginning. But when you get to college and all of a sudden you're supposed to be on the rowing team, you got to think that there's something up there. Hey, uh, you, they want me to pose in our backyard pool uh, water polo. I don't know. Is anything up here? You know? I've worked for everything I've ever gotten. <laughs> yes, Todd. And when you're on campus walking around with oars sticking out of your backpack, that's a little much. We, you know, something's up. Well, you got to complete the ruse. You, you know, hey, I really love rowing. Yeah, but leave leave the oars in the uh, in the boat. Where's your notebook? You just have oars in your backpack. <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't understand. Fun. Lori Laughlin's daughter got into USC. That was the biggest name. She was already like a millionaire cosmetics YouTube star. Yes. What the heck did she need to go to college for? She's she, way more successful than anybody. She didn't want to go to college. She hated school. And, you know, that her mom and dad, a lot of what it is, and if you have kids and they're younger kids, as parents, you want what's best for your kids, and then you live vicariously through them. You love telling people, well, you know where Skippy went. Oh, you know, he got into that. It's about the parents more than it is the kid. Yeah, McLovin. There was a line in there. The parent didn't get a chance to go to Harvard, but they want to relive that experience by making their kid go to Harvard. Yeah. I mean, Plus, all I wanted was my kids to get a better grade on the ACT than 18, like I did. You know, I felt like I had achieved once they did better than that. Yeah, McClellan. The other thing, it painted a picture where it's impossible to get into college now. Like, it's become so competitive. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you've experienced that, but it's, it seems way different than when I was younger. My youngest one is graduating, and I can't imagine what, because it starts early, and you could hire somebody who's a coach or you know, there, there's an advisor and it just feels like your whole life is based at that age, based on where you go to college and the pressure that these kids are under. It's really, and you see it, they juxtapose the kids who are getting into these universities and shouldn't be with the kids who get the news that they didn't get into Harvard or Stanford or USC. And, and they did a really good job with that. All right, let me take a break. Clark Kellogg, who went to the Ohio State, who got by, beat by the Oral Roberts, will join us coming up on loan from uh, CBS. 22 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. That Traeger Grills, grill, grill, three, two, one. That Traeger Grill has been fired up since yesterday. Tyler, the moderator, Tyler, the chef, was here cooking and uh, came in this morning, and he was ready to go because we have salmon, we also have buffalo wing dip. dip? Buffalo chicken dip. Dip, dip. Is that what it is? Yeah. But it you, looks amazing. Well, you way. can cook so many things on the Traeger. Grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, barbecue, all at the same time with that grill. Six in one versatility. Traeger, credible food. This is what was really great to use. You have your smartphone. You download the Traeger app. All the recipes, step-by-step, step, tell you everything. And then thanks to Wi-Fi technology, you can monitor your grill. You can actually change the temperature on your grill with your smartphone, and you don't have to be out there by the Traeger That's not grill. True. No, it is, Todd. You on would never phone. know this. Uh, no matter what you're cooking, 
your Traeger grill is ready to go. You'll have confidence, and you should. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show to start shopping or check out one at your local dealer. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Download the DraftKings app. Use the promo code SQUAD. Get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week. Your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I went to dinner last night with Mario and Rob the intern. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Went and had beer and wings. And Mario told me that he had a 15-team parlay women's basketball with Dylan, who does graphics, and they put $10 each on a 15-team parlay, and they got every one of them right except for Stanford. Stanford didn't cover, and uh, they would have won, I think, $400, something like that. 15 teams? Yes. I mean, pulling off six or seven is tough. I don't know what's going on around here. Oh, there's a lot of betting going on in the back. I know, but it's it's kind of sad if you're doing a 15-team parlay women's basketball. Somebody may have a problem in this building. This program brought to you by Capital One. What's in your wallet? Update the poll results, McLovin. Who's coming out of the West? It's the Lakers, and actually the Nuggets are still in last place here. No one's buying the Nuggets. Albert Breer has some more information on Zach Wilson's Pro Day. Uh, the Jets are there. They have their GM and their head coach and their offensive coordinator. The Raiders GM is there. The Vikings GM is there. The Titans vice president of player personnel is there. Somebody representing the Patriots there. The Jags Urban Meyer won't be there, but uh, Daryl Bevel, his offensive coordinator, has a house close by to BYU. His daughter goes there, and uh, he will be there in attendance. Zach Wilson Prodeck. Okay. Um, the the Falcons are there. They're, everybody's. Who's not there? That's what I'd like to know. The Eagles are there. Uh, the Panthers are there. The Broncos are there. The Falcons are there. Everybody wants to see Zach Wilson. Yes, Paul. Do you think that these teams send representatives just for the business of it, to look good for their fans, and that it gets out there that they're looking and kicking the tires, or to talk mm. about other deals? Well... I was told that Belichick would always want to interview quarterbacks in particular, even though he wasn't, he had Tom Brady, but he wants, he just wanted to know about them. If he was going to face them, just who they are, I guess, you know, if they slipped in the draft or something like that, I don't know. But uh, it, it was, uh, it feels like everybody's there for Zach Wilson's pro day. Is Clark Kellogg set to join us there, Tom? He sure is. The uh, CBS College basketball analyst and a man who had the nickname Special K when he was in high school. Clark, how are you today? DP! Always good to check in with you. I'm doing well, and I trust that you could say the same. Uh, when's the last time you were called Special K? Just the other day. They called me that in the studio quite a bit, as a matter of fact, um, Seth calls me that. Okay. There's some other folks that are part of our behind-the-scenes broadcast team that help us um, look good and sound good. They refer to me as that. Some of my golfing buddies will throw that out if I'm not in their pocket. 
<laughs> but yeah, I hear it on occasion. Yeah, it's um, kind of a natural connector having the last name Kellogg and distinguishing myself a little bit and you, on the hardwood in my days of playing. Yeah. Now you scored fifty in the state championship game, fifty-one in Ohio. Uh-huh. Is that is that record still? Did that still stand? Yeah, it does. It was in the championship game, and actually, it's um. Interesting you mentioned that we um, just had the sad news. I played against Granville Waiters in that game, and he was my roommate in college at Ohio State, and we just got word um, a few days ago that he um, sadly passed. Um, COVID complications are suspected, but he always had that up on me, that one leg, because I have the state championship single-game record, and he got the trophy because they beat us in that game. and. As much as we loved each other, he would always jab me about that on occasion. So that's one of my fond memories of um, my former roommate and, and good friend. But yeah, I still have it. They only get one chance a year, Dan. No. To go after that, and, and you got to be in. The, and you got to be in the championship game. I mean, it was a championship game record, so they only get one shot at it. And a couple of guys have come close, but so far it's um, still standing. But as you know. Um, just about all records are meant to be broken, and eventually that one will fall too, I'm sure. And when you went to the Indiana Pacers out of Ohio mm-hmm. State, uh, do you remember your welcome to the NBA moment as a rookie? Yeah, I do. I do. It was um, it was Spencer Haywood. Ooh. Uh, he was playing, I think it was for the Wizards. Uh, and he, he occasionally brings this up when I bump into him. But um, he was a veteran near the end, an unbelievable player, I remember reading about him and then watching him a little bit in his prime. And then he, but he was near the backside of his career, but he was still a wily veteran. And I think I shot like two for 18 and he was in my ear the whole time. And the other thing he did to me, which I never forgot, I was trying to deny him as he went across the lane trying to get to the post. And I had my arm out away from my body and I tried to deny him. He locked my arm and dragged me in front of the official and screamed, and guess who got the foul? You did. Yeah. Well, he was a grown then man. At me. Then he laughed at me. He <laughs> laughed at me after he did it. He chuckled. Uh, your first game against Michael Jordan. You you had you had a great game. Your first game, right? I played well. I mean, at that time, you know, the Pacers weren't playing. We were we were struggling. The Bulls were not where they would get to as a championship. So that team. So that was a team. A couple of teams, Cleveland, the Bulls, that were kind of, we felt on our level, we were all in transition trying to build something and deal with Milwaukee and the Bucks, the Bucks and the Sixers and the South trying to get to that level. And so, yeah, we always felt like we compete. And actually, in my first couple of years, I think we pretty much split our games. And I typically performed, if I recall correctly, you know, that's, Almost out of my rear. Actually, it is out of my rearview mirror. I can't even see that. Well, I got Jordan had twenty seven. This is his first week in the NBA. You had thirty one. Jordan had twenty seven. So you owned Michael Jordan. No, no, no. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Reese, and trying to connect dots that aren't close. Okay. Okay. All right. My my bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I thought you. I thought you owned him. My. My bad. My bad. My bad. We're we're talking to Clark Kellogg, CBS Sports College basketball analyst, studio analyst. Is it easier to explain what happened with the Pac-12 or what didn't happen with the Big Ten? I think you can go either way on that because that's two sides of the same coin, man. I, you know, we have this conversation on occasion. 
uh, in basketball circles. A really good conference regular season does not portend for a great tournament season for the conference. You play teams in the tournament. You play against your conference opponents in the conference. So the Big Ten and Big 12, clearly, based on how those teams performed during the regular season, were arguably the two best leagues in the country. I don't think there's any denying or debating that. Once the tournament starts, unless you play against all Big Ten opponents as the Pac-12, and there were a couple of – there was a woodshed from Oregon on Iowa. There was a win, UCLA over Michigan State. And I don't know if there were any other inter-conference collisions between the Pac-12 and Big Ten. I don't think so. So, that said, clearly – the Pac-12 has had a remarkable run during the tournament. Um, Those teams were good and inconsistent for different reasons, but have fermented nicely and played. And then you get Oregon State that's been outstanding. And it's two wins to get to this point, not to mention rolling through the Pac-12 tournament in a a, a tournament they had to win to be on this stage. So uh, kudos to the Pac-12. I mean, clearly they've had a remarkable run in the tournament, but it doesn't dismiss the quality of play during the regular season for the Big Ten. It's unfortunate that it wasn't able to be validated um, during this time of year. You know, it almost feels like there are two top-heavy teams. It's Baylor and Gonzaga, it's Gonzaga and then Baylor. And then it feels like we take a little bit of a step down with Michigan because they don't have one of their better players. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you see it that way? That it's it's real, yeah, okay. yeah. I do, Dan. I do, DP. Yeah, I've actually felt that way. I mean, Baylor had a bit of a snag and speed bump after coming out of an extended pause, and their pause was a little different than the pause that Michigan had, where Michigan came out after a couple of weeks off and played really well because none of their players actually had contracted the virus, whereas Baylor's players actually a few of them had gotten sick. So there was a difference in their recovery. And now that they've had the benefit of some time together, they're healthier and so forth, they showed another level of what they showed pretty much during the early season and regular season. I mean, that's an elite defensive team with a quartet of guards that can do everything you want guards to do at both ends of the floor, pressure the ball, help out, dig down on the post, make threes, dribble drive to create shots for other people, dribble drive to finish for themselves. I mean, there's no weakness with their four guards, and that's where – it intrigues me if, in fact, both advanced Gonzaga and Baylor, if they were to match up, then that would be one that would uh, be really interesting to watch. Could Baylor disrupt Gonzaga in the backcourt? I don't see if there, I don't think there's another team out there that could. Uh, so I've got the Zags winning it all. Have had them in that position since probably midway through the season. Um, Baylor would be my second choice, and I think the winner of the Michigan Florida State game would be the next team I would look at. USC is intriguing if they advance, Dan, because they can defend. They've got size up front and good perimeter defenders. Uh, And then after that, uh, I'm not enamored with anybody else. And uh, that doesn't mean I'm right, but I just wouldn't be – I wouldn't have great conviction in picking the remaining – any of the remaining teams to, to beat Gonzaga. Uh, This just in, Texas coach Shaka Smart is headed to Marquette, according to Jeff Goodman. Is this a preemptive move of all leave before I get fired? Wow. Jump before they push? I don't know. I don't know, but um, interesting. Yeah. Well, the carousel starts. You know, there are a number of spots that are open, and um, 
new leadership in different places, all of that lends to change and transition. And so, yeah, that was a tough way for um, That was actually one of the more painful things to watch um, just as a fan of, of Shaka's to see um, that loss. And then the way he took it uh, was just um, – it was, it, was, it was hard, but that's part of the – the um the agony of defeat. That's um, why it's called madness, of, Clark. It's that's called, right. exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly madness. Right. Yeah. Um, one more item here. Uh, Porter Moser's been great at Loyola. He's been here before. At what point do you jump from Loyola to take another job? Um, or do you get to a point where, almost like Mark Few at Gonzaga, you realize that that person wants to stay in that location? Well, you took the thought right out of my head. I mean, that's always a personal call, Dan, unless you're up close to somebody and know kind of where they are in life season and cycle, what pushes their buttons, what motivates them, what's on the horizon they'd like to grab hold of. You know, fit is important. Success is important. But each individual has to make that call for themselves. And obviously Mark has decided that the things that Gonzaga offers him and competitiveness and opportunity and lifestyle and all of that, is more important than any offers he got in the past. I don't know how that plays out for Porter Moser, but that's a question. You know, George Ravling has a quote that says, the, the, the greatest battle of your life will always be you versus you. And so you have to be willing to determine what it is you, you seek and desire. And if it's out there and you want to pursue it, go after it. If not, be okay with um, staying put. So I don't know how it's going to play out, but I love watching that team play, and I love how he coaches. So he'll have an opportunity to keep doing it for as long as he'd like to, in my opinion. Have fun tomorrow. Play nice. And always great to go uh, catch up with you, Clark. Thank you. Yeah. Love it, Dan. Thank you, man. Take that, care. Stay healthy and safe, buddy. That's Clark Kellogg, CBS Sports. Take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, uh, we're taking salmon off the grill, so you'll want to see that. This interview brought to you by Capital One. What is in your wallet? Close-up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Fun week comes to a close. Dedicate this to the passing of the great Elgin Baylor earlier in the week. This is Arcade Fire here on the Dan Patrick Show. A couple of things to keep an eye on today. Zach Wilson having his pro day at BYU. Also, Jeff Goodman reporting that Shaka Smart has left the University of Texas and taken the Marquette job. So that takes one of those jobs off the list there for uh, Loyola, their head coach, Porter Moser. Although Texas is now open. Oklahoma is also open. Uh, UNLV, I believe, filled their vacancy. I think there was talk that maybe Jason Kidd might be on that list. I think they, uh, I think they took somebody from within. Yeah, Pauline. There was a Shaka Smart flirted with Marquette years ago, I think in 2014, so much so that there's reports that he took that job, but he, he stayed at VCU for a little longer. A couple of phone calls this day in sports history, and we'll close up shop. Let me get to uh, Tyler in Minnesota. By the way, speaking of Tyler, Tyler, the uh, moderator, answers our phones, um, moderates chat row. Tyler, you crushed the salmon today on that Traeger grill. You crushed it. You did well. And basically is saying... Who needs Allen around here anymore? And well, unless something happens with our computers, then we really need him. But if it comes to cooking, being a chef, Tyler, the Tyler, the chef, uh, <laughs> Tyler from Minnesota. Hey, Tyler, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Uh, first time, long time, five ten, and a chiseled one seventy five. Okay. Say, I just want to remind you and the Danettes, specifically uh, Paul Paps, Blue Ribbon the third that uh, state of Minnesota is still the state of hockey since all five of our collegiate programs have made the NCAA tournament this weekend. And then I've also got a pointless stat of the week. Every NBA player named Gary was traded yesterday. Every NBA player named Gary. Gary Harris, Gary Trent Jr., and Gary Clark. Those are the only three Garys in the NBA. Yes, sir. Wow, that's pretty good there, Tyler. 
Thank you. Thanks for the phone call. That's tremendous. It is. Oh, he set it up by calling it useless. It's probably the best stat I've heard this week. I know. You know what? Oh, I was going to tell Tyler to hold on. Uh, you know, Tyler, call back and, and uh, we'll get your information. Tyler, call back so Tyler can get your information. We'll send you out some uh, some DP show gear. Yes, McLovin. Gary Clark can shred on the guitar and play some basketball? No, that's a different Gary Clark. I've never heard of this other Gary Clark. I've never heard about half the guys traded yesterday. Gary Trent. Yeah, there were a few of them when you went, what? Uh, Casey in L.A. Hey, Casey. Casey. Yo, Dan, what's up? And that was an absolute great stat. It's still a little bit of my thunder, but I got a stat of the day related to Clark Kellogg. Okay. So I love the intro. I love the intro. Okay. Clark Kellogg, in 260 games for the Indiana Pacers, averaged 18.9 points, 8.9 rebounds, and 2.9 assists. Heck, those would be Hall of Fame numbers in today's NBA. That's your stat of day. Oh. Got a little loose there at the end, Casey, but thank you. It would drive me crazy, though, if I ended you know, my career averaging 18.9 points per game. Like 19.9 points per game. 8.9. It, like Barry Sanders ended his career with 99 touchdowns. I got to come back for one. Like I'm going to come back for one more touchdown there. Uh, Ian Rappaport reporting the Buccaneers re-signing Leonard Fournette. Okay. That is... You know who had the best offseason, in my opinion? Tampa. Tampa kept some of those young defensive stars. Gronk, Dominican Sue coming back, Leonard Fournette. They, they had a great offseason. This day in sports history, Paulie. This one I did not know. In 1995, an opera based on the life of tennis player Martina Navratilova premiered at New York's Carnegie Hall. I did mm. not see that one. Mm. Um, and it was an opera? Yeah. Okay. Not a musical, an I opera. Did, I didn't know that either. Okay, what else? Um, 2014, this didn't work out so well. The uh, National Labor Relations Board ruled that the college football players at Northwestern University can unionize. Mm. Seven years later, we're still in the same spot. Yeah. I think that they gave it some great thought of doing that in March Madness in Indiana, Indianapolis. They, they took a shot that they were going to try to meet with Mark Emmert, the head of the NCAA, and uh, he refused to do it. Tough to get a meeting with Mark. We can't get him on the show to do an interview, let alone those guys trying to get some time with uh, the head of the NCAA. Todd, what did you learn on today's award-nominated program? Dan Lebetard is moving forward in life with faith, love, and freedom, working only with people he genuinely likes from now on. McLovin? Adam Lefko said that Ernie Johnson already had the bow tie, so he's going to try to do the turtleneck. Yeah, they're doing okay with it. Not going to feel good in May or June in Atlanta. Seton O'Connor Jr. the third. Adam Lefko, fashion icon. Well, all right. Uh, Pauling? Adam Lefko, Merlot velour sweater today. Yeah, he did. He looked like a big drink of Merlot. Big <laughs> glass of Merlot. That's there. his nickname. <laughs> the big Merlot. <laughs> Uh, Todd, what did I learn today? Everyone seems to be playing nice in recent days in Seattle, but that does not mean Russell Wilson is staying put. Yeah, I want to wait till after the draft there. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. 
Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Thanks for playing with us. Emails, tweets, phone calls, all-around support. Have yourself a fun weekend with March Madness. We'll dissect that coming up on Monday. Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, wait, one more item, and it's sleep number. Why choose proven quality sleep from sleep number? Well, it's really simple, because a good night's rest will help boost your immunity, improve recovery, increase energy. When's the last time you had a great night's sleep where you went, wow, that was different? Sleep number 360 smart bed. Those who use that get about 100 hours more proven quality sleep per year. But you got to have other things here. You got to be consistent, go to bed, wake up at the same time, even on weekends. You sleep better with a consistent sleep and wake up routine. Dim the lights, make sure the temperature in the bedroom, 65 to 67 degrees is ideal for quality sleep. Maybe have a shutoff time for caffeine. Make sure you're getting movement during the day. But also, the Sleep Number 360 C4 Smart Bed is the way to start. Queen Mattress is starting at only $1,499. Proven quality sleep, life-changing sleep. Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.